0: it up and welcome to cars yeah show number 1736 today i'm talking with the founder of blue collar babes here we go this is cars yeah where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts mark green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration so get in sit down buckle up and get ready for a wild ride here on cars yeah Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah! Today I'm in Spanaway, Washington, not too far away from where I am in Gig Harbor, Washington, with a very special guest by the name of Emily Loudermilk. Emily, welcome to Cars Yeah! Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Sure am. All right. Now, before I give you a proper introduction, what's one little thing that most people don't know about you?
1: Um, I actually started my Blue Collar Babes page on social media when I wasn't a mechanic um, I am now and I started it when I was still working in the automotive industry but I was a service advisor so by the definition that I've created for blue collar babes I was still technically a blue collar babe but I wasn't actually working as a mechanic at the time
0: ah cool well we're going to learn more about Blue Collar Babes and Emily, let me give her a proper introduction and we'll dive into your life, Emily. Emily Loudermilk is an automotive technician at Northwest Motorsport in the Pacific Northwest. In 2016, she founded Blue Collar Babes, which she mentioned, a community on Facebook and Instagram for women in male-dominated industries. Her goal is to find more women in blue collar trades, inspiring them and bringing them together to support and empower Each other. Emily's automotive journey began in 2010 when she worked as an intern at Sharkworks, an aftermarket Porsche performance shop in Fremont, California. That experience led her to attending school at De Anza College and earned three Associate of Science degrees in automotive technology. Over the last 10 years, Emily has worked in the automotive industry as a service advisor, an assistant manager, and in quality control at Snap on Diagnostics. And today, as she mentioned, She's a full-blown technician. Today, we'll be back in just a minute to talk more with Emily. But first, a word from our valued sponsors. Give them a listen, and we'll be right back. Buckle up. Did you know Covercraft offers you much more than just car covers? They have quality protection for the inside of your vehicle as well. Their plush custom fit floor mats turn any ride into something special. Or choose Premier Berber custom floor mats, a favorite of mine. If you want something very stylish and pretty unique, Covercraft floor mats are quality made and provide your ride with the ultimate protection from moisture, dirt, mud, snow, and slush and those occasional spills. Don't forget your vehicle's trunk area. Their Carhartt Custom Cargo Liners not only look great, but keep your rear cargo area and seats protected. Custom Fit Truck Liners for sedans, coupes, and SUVs are perfect to protect the factory carpet from all those things that could stain and damage your vehicle. All your options are quality made, easy to use, secure to the floor, and look oh so good. Check out Covercraft.com for a wide variety of styles, colors, and options for a custom fit today. And have I got a deal for you. If you use the code ya 120 at covercraft.com, you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order. That's right, 10% off. Simply use the code ya 120 Y-E-A-H, 120 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. American collector's insurance, that's who now protects my Porsche Turbo. Yeah, the one I call my orange crush. When it came time to renew my policy, my carrier jacked my rates up, even though I'd been with them for years. I'd never made a claim. No tickets, nothing. What's with that? Adios. So I started shopping around and kept hearing about American collector's insurance from fellow automotive enthusiasts, friends, and folks in the car industry. I did some investigating and learned that American Collectors Insurance have been protecting collector vehicles since 1976. I'm not a price shopper when it comes to insurance. I want to be able to sleep at night. I also want agreed value protection for my special ride. With an agreed valued policy from American Collectors Insurance, I'll be paid what my vehicle's full agreed value is. A number I set with the insurer at the start of the policy, so I know there will be no surprises about what my car's value is, should something terrible happen. I shopped around and decided to protect my car with American Collectors Insurance. Give them a call for a quote today at 866 aci Yeah, that's 866 224 nine three two four and protect the ones you love make sure you tell them mark sent you you'll be glad you did american collectors insurance classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors (laughs) all right emily we're back and as we continue on what i'm going to call the journey of your life i would love for you to share a success quote of some kind or a mantra some kind of saying that spins the wrenches for you if they will so emily grab the wheel
1: So I actually love that you ask this question. Um, Quotes are a huge part of what keep me motivated. I have several tattooed on my body. Cool. Um, The one that is the most important to me and is actually part of a memorial tattoo uh, on my back is Ad Astra Perispera, and it means to the stars through difficulties. This quote has gotten me through good days, bad days, and everything in between. It's kind of my reminder to myself that there's more out there than just like what I can see in front of me you know kind of to the stars like to the universe to God whatever you believe in really Uh, I look to the stars for guidance and it's my way of kind of reminding myself that even if I learn something then it's a successful day or if I'm struggling then there's a purpose for it and it just really keeps me
0: pushing along yeah I love that that's very cool that's Latin correct it is yeah Takes me back to junior high Latin class, which I struggled desperately through that class.
1: Oh, I wish I could have taken a Latin class. That'd oh, awesome. my! God. <laughs> I
0: think it was the teacher that was a bit of a challenge, if you will. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it helped me in my SATs and getting into college, maybe because of uh, the English portion. But uh, it's there a great go. saying and the meaning behind it is even better. And the fact that it's a daily inspiration for you. To get through the good, the bad, the indifferent, whatever it might be, is really a magnificent way to to transpire that into how you work with your life. Well, Let's talk more about what you do there at Northwest Motorsport. And, of course, I want you to also talk about this really cool organization you put together, Blue Collar Babes. I love this. I think it's great. I've had many, many women, probably over 300 women now here on Cars, yeah, to talk about this role. And I always say this year, 2021 to me is the year of the woman. I'm going to be starting a second podcast, a little secret out there that's coming, that's going to be focused on women in the automotive industries. But talk about Northwest Motorsports, what you do there, why you love what you do so much. And of course, this great organization you put together, Blue Collar Babes.
1: Yeah. So um, I'm uh, a mechanic at Northwest Motorsport and I started there about a year and a half ago. And My kind of big secret was that I did not think that I was experienced enough for this position. I was so hesitant to apply. I was so hesitant to go in and meet with my now boss. And I'd been working in the automotive industry, but I didn't have the technical background really Mm -hmm. as like actually wrenching despite having all the tools and having been in automotive school. So I got the job. And from day one, I was like struggling to put on wiper blades, but then I also uh, diagnosed an EVAP system the same week. So it's been this huge journey the past year and a half of just like working on all these trucks, big, little, everything in between. You know, I work on everything from Toyota Corollas to Duramaxes with eight inch lift kits on them. <laughs> and it's just so much variety, really, because Northwest Motorsport, their slogan is trucks, trucks, and more trucks. Oh, so yeah. it's, Yeah, if you can envision it, I've worked on it. I mean, everything from Power Strokes to Duramaxes, Tundras, Tacomas, and everything in between. And it's just been so much fun, so rad. Um, I hurt myself constantly just because (laughs) I'm like... Working on these huge vehicles, and I'm so tiny. I'm 5'2 and 100 pounds. So I'm like always bumping my head, and my coworkers make fun of me because I'm just like all over the place. But I always just like dive right in, and I get so dirty. And everyone in the sales floor, um, that I whenever I walk by, uh, one of the managers was like, You know how I know you work hard. And I was like, How's that? He's like, You're always Filthy, like I don't know how you do it. Like,
0: I have have a great picture that you'll see on Emily's show notes page in the Carsia website of her sitting up on a Ford, and you look like. A little kid in this giant vehicle, uh, because (laughs) you're petite lady, much like my daughter and my wife, uh, very much the same size. And this truck is huge, and of course, it's shot at a great angle for what we're talking about here. But I love this—the fact that you're up to your elbows in grease and dirt, and you've you've dove into this this new role that you have. And it sounds like you're having fun.
1: Oh, it's I love it. I mean, I really. Can't express that enough. It's so much fun. It's so frustrating sometimes because vehicles are. I mean, it's an adamant object, and things don't always go according to plan or like how <laughs> yeah. the book says it's supposed to. But it is so much fun. I mean, I just absolutely love it, and I'm surrounded by a group of incredible men who support and empower me, and are constantly trying to help me get better and be a better technician. So oh, I'm pretty great. blessed.
0: Yeah, very, very fortunate. You found the secret sauce to life, that's for sure. Now this organization, Blue Collar. I really love the whole concept behind this to rally around women who are working in the automotive industry to help them get through things, challenges, support them, encourage them and so forth. And you're such an encouraging person. So talk a little bit more about why you created this and what it means to you.
1: Yeah, so I created it in uh, 2016 and I was working as a service advisor at a shop and I kind of felt a little bit alone because every day at work, there must have been at least one person that questioned my ability, not necessarily the people that I worked with, but customers, just Mm. whoever it was that I came across, parts, people, what have you, that all questioned me in my role. Mm. Um, I was asked if I was the receptionist, if I was a secretary, and I was actually the assistant manager of the shop that I was working at. And my three degrees from De Anza were posted behind my head and my name was on them. And people still were like, oh, who's that? I'm like, well, that's me, right? So I created Blue Collar Babes because I wanted to find other women like myself you know, that's not just an automotive. It's actually, I post carpenters, welders, plumbers, electricians, um, people that work or women that work in construction. And just every single blue collar trade that you can possibly think of, I post pictures of these women and a description of them. It really branched from me not wanting to feel alone in this industry where I really didn't know that many females mm-hmm. and I've spent the last four years posting. I kind of, you know, I've gone through some phases where I didn't post as much, but now that I am working as a mechanic, it's actually inspired me even more to dive further into it and do more with it. I actually super exciting, but I just purchased a domain for it. So awesome. my next, yeah, I'm so stoked. <laughs> my next step for that is I want to, you know, link resources and different things so that women can find scholarships, um, information on how to start out as an apprentice, just different things like that, so that they have a place that they can go to to see other women who are busting their butts and doing really well and succeeding in these trades.
0: Yeah, I should introduce you to a past guest here, Jennifer Mayer, who heads up TechForce. Are you familiar with TechForce?
1: I'm not. I'll have to
0: look into it. Uh, Definitely. They're my uh, charity of choice here. And what they do is they help young people get into the automotive industry. And she runs that organization. And being a woman has a different viewpoint, of course, than a man would have running that organization. And uh, working very hard to get both men and women involved and young people. Uh, But specifically women in the case of letting them know this is a viable career path for them. And that's very much what Blue Collar Babes sounds like you do. Tell me what's one of the, maybe a revelation you came across as you create a Blue Collar Babe? something that has come out of it so far kind of surprised you.
1: Honestly, there's a lot more women out there doing these trades than I could have ever thought. Mm. I mean, when I was in automotive school, there was 75 people in the program broken up into three sections. And I think At one point, there was eight women, and at another point, there was three. So I really didn't have a lot of exposure to a lot of females in these positions. And every shop I worked at, I was always the only female. Uh, Until I worked at Northwest, there was one female with me there shortly, but right now, I'm the only female technician. And because of Blue Collar Babes, I've really seen these women just doing incredible things in different industries. And just doing very well. So that really surprised me because I just had no idea that so many women were out there doing this.
0: Yeah, I've been surprised too. And it seems to be growing for me as I interview more and more women in the automotive sector, more and more women show up like you. And yeah. and it's really fun because I'm like, okay, there are a lot more out there. And I think it's great that you've, you're helping people, women's voice be heard that, hey, we're here too. We have a lot to offer. Uh in many cases, maybe even a little bit more, and I'll tell you a quick story. I got to visit the Ducati motorcycle factory years ago. Cool. <laughs> through yeah, I was riding a Ducati Monster at the time, and as I was walking through, we went to the electrical part where they did all the wiring. And the woman there was a woman giving me the tour. And I said, This is interesting. I said, I've not seen any women in this factory until here, and this is all women. And she said, Well, that's very astute of you to notice that. <laughs> And she said, well, that's because women are much more fastidious and careful when it comes to details. And the electrical parts of any vehicle are the most detailed and and specific that you can get into. And they take their their time, they're careful, and they do the job well. And it's an important part of the componentry. I thought that was really, really interesting and perhaps a little different way of thinking about it. But I think about women in industries my wife was an engineer she went to college and there were only oh, awesome i think there were only two or three females in the engineering program when she was uh, at ucsd and she became a civil engineer but uh, she encountered a lot of the same challenges that you encountered and i wanted to touch sure. on that yeah you know how she overcame them her boss helped her he said dazzle them with your brilliance and your knowledge and that's how you earn respect from those men who are not being very respectful right now, Uh, i.e., could you get me some coffee? Uh, Those kinds of things. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, here's your coffee, dude. So I would love for you to share maybe a big challenge you faced along the way, maybe even a failure, but more importantly, what was the lesson learned that helped you come out in a positive way? Because you seem like such a positive person.
1: I definitely am a positive person. Um, My biggest challenge just working I think for blue collar babes and for me being a mechanic they're actually very separate but my biggest challenge for being an automotive technician has been also my greatest blessing and that's my size Mm. so um I'm pretty strong for being 100 pounds and but I still come across you know I think the biggest truck I ever worked on was uh, a power stroke and a duramax with an eight inch lift kit on it
0: and (laughs) wow
1: they had the biggest tire, I mean, you can imagine that wheel and tire was like as big as me. And I'm so tiny that and I have a drive on lift, I don't have a two post. So I drive it on it. And it's perfect because I wouldn't be able to get those tires on and off if it was a two post lift. And what I do is I take it off and I pop it down and then I squat it back on. But sometimes these aftermarket tires are so heavy that I just can't do it. Uh, So I'll have to ask for help and nobody in my shop will ever – say no to helping me because nobody ever wants somebody to blow their back out or hurt themselves. But I've also found ways to overcome that challenge. And uh, I guess the perfect example would be on a Duramax in the rear brake system. The top caliper bolt is actually blocked by the leaf springs. They use yellow Loctite. So it's very hard to break the bolt loose uh, unless you're like a super strong, muscley man like my coworkers. <laughs> and my boss taught me this trick to take my longest snap-on breaker bar and kind of put it parallel with the leaf spring, and then you take a pry bar and you pry down on it to break it loose. And then from there, there I can just actually you know get it off like a normal bolt. Ah, but okay. there's just kind of like tips and tricks that I have found over the last year and a half that my co-workers, my boss, have taught me to kind of. Overcome my size difference, but also it is my biggest blessing because I can get up in to the dash, I can replace HVAC components and just literally sneak right up in there and get, you know, just yeah. because I'm so small and yeah. my coworkers can't do that. They're ripping off components, trying to get to that one part when I can just stick my tiny hand down there and get it. So Yeah,
0: well, there's there's definitely some advantage, but you're right. And think about that. Wheel, even the wheels and tires on my wife, when I swap out for uh, her winter set of tires, um, I have a spare set of wheels that they're mounted on, so I can just do it here at home they're heavy yeah they sure are <laughs> and then i look at these trucks and my next door neighbor for a while had well he's got a uh, ford raptor and i look at the wheels and tires on those i'm thinking how much does one of those things weigh when you got to pull that thing off and then you get into the trucks you're doing and yeah yeah i'm thinking a hundred pound person trying to lift that out of there oh my gosh but finding a way finding little tips and tricks and Tricks of the trade and so forth? Yep. Yeah, that's very, very cool. Well, it sounds like you're working with a great group of people too.
1: I really am. I'm so blessed. There's not a single person in that shop that hasn't inspired me and lifted me up and taught me something. And I mean, I'm fortunate because I know a lot of women in my position have worked in shops where their gender is a problem and they're tested and pushed further because they're a female. I've never come across that. None of those guys have ever had an issue with me being a female. They're just, I honestly can't say enough good things about everyone that I work with because if I have a stupid question or one that's, totally valid. Like they'll help. They'll stop. They'll help me. They'll teach me. They'll push me along. So I'm very blessed.
0: Well, that's really cool. I think it's great that you've had a great time and no doubt there's still some challenges out there for women, but perhaps the groups like what you're putting together will help them find ways to overcome those challenges and do it in a positive way so they can keep moving forward. Let's take a short break and thank our sponsors. We come back. I want to dive into your passion for vehicles, Emily. I'm feeling you're a bit of a car gal, so we'll be right back. Did you know that less than 3% of all automotive technicians in the United States are women? You may not be surprised, but you should be concerned because our country is facing a massive technician shortage right now. Skilled, qualified techs are in high demand, and we need young women and men to consider these careers as a viable path to a fulfilling life. I've interviewed hundreds of women in the automotive sector here on Cars Yeah, and I know that women make great Techs. That's why I support the nonprofit TechForce Foundation and its Women Techs Rock initiative to ensure women see themselves in the profession, the industry, and the workforce. Learn more at TechForce.org today. What do you do after running a race team for 27 years with over a hundred professional wins, multiple wins at the 24 Hour of Daytona, and a win at Le Mans? Well, if you're Kevin Buckler racer, and the racing group's team owner, you create Adobe Road Winery. Located in Petaluma, California, he and his team have created a winning combination with the Racing Series, four ultra-premium red wine blends that are in a class of their own. Like racing, these wines comprise of art, precision, engineering, science, and a whole lot of fun. You can choose from four blends titled Redline, Apex, Shift, and the 24. Today I'm going to tell you about Redline. It's a rich and complex blend delivering a taste of ripe blackberries, black cherry licorice, and a hint of toasty oak. An added very cool option is that this features the world's first interactive wine label. That's right. When you pour the wine, the three-dimensional tachometer actually hits the red line. It's incredible. The Racing Series is a killer gift for the automotive enthusiast in your life and I've got a deal for you. If you use the code yeah, all one word in all caps, when you go to checkout, you'll get $10 off any purchase of wines from the racing series. The wine ships promptly and arrives quickly right at your door. Use the code CARSYEAH at checkout for $10 off of your purchase today. There's always a seat at the table for excellence with the racing series. Go to adoberoadwines.com and use the code CARSYEAH to save $10 today cheers all right emily we are back and i'd love for you to share a story that instigated this passion you have for vehicles that pivotal moment in your life when you knew oh my gosh i think i'm a car gal
1: so i i'm not sure have you heard of Sharkworks? i know you have a porsche yep (laughs) yeah so i um Actually, my godfather, he's my dad's best friend, he knew the owners, and he used to work with Joan, who um, is one of the owners of Sharkworks back in the day, and I got a summer internship there, not working on vehicles. At this point, I'd never even changed my own oil. I was actually in school at UC Santa Cruz uh, for business at the time, and I got the summer internship. They were switching shops from one right down the street that was a little bit bigger, and I got this job and was like helping file papers, answer the phones, do shipments, like help them move the shop from the smaller one to the bigger one. And I got bored one day and I went in the back and I asked James, who's the mechanic there, if I could help him work on Kermit, the shop GT3 RS. And he looks at me and he's like, you've never even changed your own oil. And (laughs) you want me to let you change the spark plugs on our shop car? And I'm like, yeah, why not? And he kind of looks at me and he's like, whatever. And he hands me the ratchet. And here I am working on a GT3 RS and I've never even changed a tire or my own oil or anything. Okay. So I did it successfully. The car ran. And at that point, I honestly just became obsessed with it. I wanted to help around the shop more. I wanted to do as much as I possibly could. And this led to me leaving UC in a cruise and pursuing automotive. I started taking classes at De Anza college and was accepted into the three-year automotive program, uh, within three months after one quarter, which normally I don't know the statistics on it, but normally it takes about a year to get into that program. Wow. But I buckled down and took as many classes as I could. Uh, I did everything I could possibly do to increase this chance of me getting in immediately. And I was accepted immediately. So, uh, the rest is history. After that, I started working on cars and going from there.
0: Well, pretty cool that he handed you that ratchet and socket to do that. And Shark yeah. Works is such a great shop. For those of you that are into Porsches down in Fremont, California, it's Shark works w-e-r-k-s german spelling there it's a great uh, company in fact i need to get one of them on this show i think that'd be pretty cool maybe you can make an introduction to me but what a wonderful opportunity yeah that they offered you and look at where it led to so it's a great lesson for all of us out there you know hand somebody a wrench hand them a socket uh, let them try something you never know how it will change their life How about a special vehicle, car, truck, bike in your life? Is there one that really stands out for you? And and maybe share a memory or two you have about that ride.
1: So my only like cool car I would say that I've ever really had was my MR2 Spider. Uh, My godfather got it for me when I was in automotive school because he wanted to support what I was trying to do, Uh and he was in a position to do so, so he bought me a project car. And I did a lot of diagnostics on it. I learned to chase misfires on it, which is one of my favorite things to do. And my greatest memory in this vehicle is – Just driving to the mountains with the top down and watching the sunsets and the sunrises. Like, I would do this all the time. It was kind of my uh, escape from the world, I guess. And I would drive up there uh, and just mob around in this little five-speed, I think it was. And I did not know how to drive stick when I got this car. And (laughs) I taught myself on this vehicle with a lightweight flywheel And I was, like, sitting in the parking lot of the DMV in Santa Clara, California, and just doing stop, go, stop, go, stop. (laughs) And I just, I didn't, I did not let myself down. I was, like, relentless in learning because I had so much anxiety about stalling at a stoplight and I just refused to let this be a problem so I just kept practicing until I got good at it yeah. and then I made that vehicle my daily driver and I never stopped driving it.
0: Oh, cool! Oh You know that car is neat to me. It's kind of Toyota's version of the Porsche Boxster. Yeah it totally is. Yeah it has a lot of the same kind of elements and look and feel to that thing so very nice gift that he gave you again uh, helping somebody out uh, expand their horizons a bit. I'm going to ask you a very introspective question Emily I don't think anybody's maybe ever asked you this if you woke up tomorrow and you were manifest as a vehicle not what you want to be but your personality your spirit your drive in a vehicle what would Emily be and more importantly why
1: I would be a truck
0: A truck okay I'm I, not surprised yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because like if I like close my eyes and like think about what brings me peace and like what brings me happiness I would be out in the woods in the middle of nowhere watching the stars in the bed of a truck. So, yeah, with my dog and my boyfriend, like, that would just be (laughs) ideal. So if I was a vehicle, it would be not a lifted truck, not a big truck, but it would be, like, a Tacoma or, like, a Colorado-sized truck. Like, still awesome, can still do the work,
0: but mini-sized. Mini-sized, yeah, (laughs) mini-sized. There you go. My daughter's very petite like you, and her first car was a Mini Cooper, and the license plate I got for her was fun-sized. Oh, that's perfect. (laughs) Yeah, it was really great. Those little candies that you get on Halloween, you know? So uh, yeah, it was always kind of fun because she was little, the car was little. So uh, she still has a Mini Cooper today. So she loves those cars. All right, we're entering what I call the last lap, kind of a lightning round here. So here we go. What's one of your personal habits, Emily, that you believe has contributed to your many successes in your life and your career?
1: Practicing gratitude. There's Mm. not a single day that I show up to work that I do not say thanks when I unlock my toolboxes. I take my, <laughs> my keys out, I unlock my box, I close my eyes for a second, and I basically say thank you to whatever powers that be for giving me this opportunity.
0: Where did you learn that?
1: Um, I taught myself that, actually.
0: Mm. You know, I'll tell you something, Emily. After interviewing 1,736 people, that is one of the secret elements to having a wonderful life is being grateful for anything and everything. So, wow, you're uh, a tremendous hat off to you uh, for learning that at a young age. Sometimes it takes people a lifetime to figure that one out. Yeah. If I could arrange for you to have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, either living or somebody who's passed, who would it be?
1: patrice banks she is the owner of girls auto clinic on the east coast and she wrote um girls auto glove box guide she is a massive inspiration to me i'm pretty sure she's actually following blue collar babes on on instagram but she's incredible i mean i love what she's doing for women in the automotive industry and that would definitely be my
0: choice very cool i need to reach out to her and get her on cars yeah sounds like a that'd be awesome guess. yeah i'll tell her hey emily told me to Reach out to you. So, how about when it comes to the best automotive advice someone else ever gave to you, other than how to break loose the, the rear brakes on that huge truck? What would that be?
1: That really is a great trick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of the best thing I would say. If you've learned something today, you've succeeded. Mm. And this actually came from one of my blue-collar babes followers, who is a male, and he. I posted a picture with the, of myself, which I do from time to time, with a description of one of my comebacks. And he told me this, that if you learn something, it's successful. And I don't know, that just hit home for me so deeply. I was like, you know what? That's so true. And I honestly, it's the best advice
0: ever. You know, it really is. Even if you learned you shouldn't have done it and you broke something that you just at least you learn. Yeah. Well, I know I'm nowhere near the kind of mechanic you are and I've worked on cars my whole life and usually it's a very big frustration for me, but that's a great way to think about it. I wish I'd known that back when I was raising vintage cars and working on my own cars and uh, broke a few things like, oh man, I can't believe I did that. And you just beat yourself up over it instead of your approach and saying, well, I learned not to do that one again.
1: You can still feel bad about breaking something, but it's if you learn something from that experience, that's
0: important. It kind of spins it around, gives it a better uh, a better viewpoint, if you will. Now, how about yeah. a resource? You know, today we have resources that we could only imagine. Well, you're a lot younger than me, but when I was your age, I couldn't, be- couldn't dream of what we could have resources to today. What's a good go-to for you?
1: Uh, so I actually... Just in general, the biggest resource for women in the industry that I want to put out there versus like my own personal resource is scholarships are huge. Like if you're a female looking to go to school for this, you can get so many scholarships. And I can't stress that enough. I actually got probably about uh, $8,000 in scholarships when I was in school. And one of them was from um, Car Care Council's Women's Board. And that was for $5,000. Wow! So it's yeah, and I was so shocked to receive this and like felt so blessed. And It's just something that people don't know. They don't think they can afford to go back to school or change their career. It is totally possible. And that's one of the things that I wanna have linked on the Blue Collar Babes website when it's up and running is just different resources for women in these trades and in these industries so that they can get funds to go back to school.
0: Oh, absolutely. Ah, it's tremendous. What a great resource. Now, how about a book? Is there a book that maybe you read last year that you think people should crack open and read this year and learn a little bit from? So the only books that I
1: really read are fantasy. So if you're into fantasy novels, I would highly recommend the Throne of Glass series. Uh, It's an eight book series and I'm currently on the sixth one. It's by Sarah Moss. I think that's how you pronounce her last name.
0: But. Yeah, very cool. Well, I'll make sure I put a link to that series of books on Emily's show notes page. By the way, listeners, there's an awesome place on the Carja yeah website under resources called Guest Recommended Books. There's well over 1,800 books listed there, and now the Throne of Glass series will be there as well. Very cool. All right, we are up to the checkered flag. This is a fun question for you this morning, Emily. I'm going to buy you a very cool collector vehicle. Anything you'd like in the world, truck, car, motorcycle, doesn't matter what it is or who owns it. I'm parking it in your garage today, but there are a few rules that might make this difficult. One is I wanted to tick every box. I want you to be able to drive it, go out and enjoy it. So if you want that truck to take out into the forest and dream about the stars, that's fine. I'll buy you whatever truck you like, but it's the only collector car you can have, and you can't sell it to fund whatever you might want to fund in your life. So it's got to be a keeper. So what am I buying for you today, Emily?
1: Uh, first gen Cummins, please.
0: Uh, first gen Cummins, okay. Why that vehicle?
1: Uh, cuz I can off-road it and it's just a really badass truck.
0: All right, very cool. So what kind of uh options or accessories are we going to be putting on this thing?
1: Some pretty wheels. Uh, not super lifted, maybe like a two inch lift kit okay. and, uh, pretty much just, I want to keep it stock, to be honest. I'm not into the whole like super modifying trucks. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, well, I, I kind of like that with my cars too. I like keep, keep or keeping them stock. I figured the engineers that spent a lifetime creating these things know what they're doing uh, and to mess with that sometimes might not be a good idea. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you've probably seen your share of those kinds of things. The extra stresses they put on things that weren't engineered to take those stresses.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I've replaced tie rods
1: on uh, Power Strokes with 19,000 miles because they had massive lift kits on them and the tie rods just explode from the extra wear. So something to keep in mind if you're modifying your truck.
0: Get better tie rods.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Emily, you've taken me on a great ride. What a wonderful person you are. I want to thank you for joining me today. Uh, you've shared some really, really great wisdom and ideas, and I love what you're doing, uh, especially for women in the automotive sector. Before I let you go, could you offer us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you drive off into the forest in that first gen Cummins?
1: Never give up. I did not think that I was capable of being where I am today, and although I struggled putting wiper blades on my first week at Northwest Motorsport, I am now doing things that I never envisioned myself doing, and it was all because I never gave up. It was all because even through blood, sweat, and actual tears, (laughs) I did not stop. So just keep pushing, keep grinding, keep wrenching, and you can definitely get to your end Insight of your goal.
0: Emily is a perfect example of that. And what's the best way for people to learn more about both Northwest Motorsport and Blue Collar Babes?
1: Um, Northwest Motorsport is all over social media with some awesome content, but also on their website. And my Blue Collar Babes is on Instagram and Facebook as Blue Collar Babes. And soon the website will be thebluecollarbabes.com.
0: All right. We'll, we'll put links to those. Uh, do you have a, a date where you think you can launch that website this year?
1: I'm hoping by the
0: end of the month. Awesome. So 1st of February, keep an eye yes. out for that. If it's not quite there yet, it's coming. Don't worry. So uh, coming in a comment. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It'll be <laughs> there it. for sure. You can find everything Emily has shared today on her very own show notes page on the Cars yeah! website. Emily, a louder milk. Just type that into the search bar and her page will come up. I want to thank Scott Taylor at Danza College for introducing me to Emily Scott, thank you. Uh, Boy, what a great find you got for me here on Cars Yacht today. Much appreciated. Emily, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing what you're doing in your life. My hat's off to you. You go, girl. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you. GS Events was founded by Cindy Sisson and Teresa Gilpatrick. Together, they create strategic alliances, curated events, and business development connecting automotive brands to discerning audiences. Their flagship offering, Women Shifting Gears, amplifies women's voices and participation in the automotive culture. Through strategically developed events, they create innovative concepts and collaborations that create remarkable professional and personal experiences you won't find anywhere else. GS Events, immersive, inclusive opportunities create networking, skill building, and unforgettable experiences. Whether you enjoy rallies, concourse, auctions, restoration, the business side of collective cars, or you always have yearned to expand your skills to drive vehicles to its fullest potential, GS Events has automotive events and experiences designed just for you. And by the way, both Cindy and Teresa are past guests here on Cars yeah? So give them a listen. You can find gsevents.live on their website today. Did you know that Cars Yeah! is in the top 1% of all podcasts based on listenership, according to Libsyn, the premier RSS feed for podcasts in the United States? That's right. And Cars Yeah! is the only five-day-a-week automotive-focused podcast for you to get your message into the ears of thousands of listeners daily from all over the world. Plus, DuPont Registry recommended Cars yeah! is one of their top 10 car podcasts for you to enjoy. Cars yeah! has experienced tremendous growth, plus your ads are evergreen, meaning they never go away. And more and more listeners find Cars yeah! every day for their daily dose of automotive inspiration. Do you want to expose your brand to a highly targeted list of automotive enthusiasts in a very unique in very personal way, well I can help you. Contact me, Mark Green at Mark at or through the website at Carsya.com today to learn more. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYa.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun.